Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Thoughts by DeVille. D.I., I got some words of advice for you. Do your job, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Do your job, bitch. That's what the Felony Lane Gang told the police via social media. The Felony Lane Gang was a group of three young ladies who were traveling from city to city. They're originally from Florida. They tra- was traveling from city to city burglarizing cars they would hit up cars at um uh fitness centers walking trails and churches steal their purses whatever they had in the cars credit cards and you know go around running up those cars man so they got to the point where they knew they basically knew that law enforcement was after them so they uh start uh started posting on social media things like what i just said do your job bitches you know, like, catch me if you can, basically. Now, I don't know what it is with people in this day and age that feel the need, especially criminals. I'm going to be more specific. I don't see what the hell criminals think they're going to benefit by posting their criminal activities on social media. It does not benefit you at all because, best believe, up in them precincts, they have somebody who it, it's their job to just sit there and uh, monitor social media and try to dig and find people of interest, social media accounts, and see what they're posting on there. So, these women were um, caught recently in Covington, I believe, Covington, Georgia, took the police on like a 15 mile police uh police chase of course it's a damn police chase on like a 15 mile car chase before they was apprehended man and even worse than posting your business on social media is challenging the police everybody knows that you do not no matter what you do not challenge the police that's just like an air of cockiness that I mean, just imagine you've been assigned this case. You're spending hour upon hour upon hour researching this case, trying to verify this and verify that and see what's going on with this and seeing what's going on with that. And then, you know, you're spending all this time away from your home, away from your family, Busting your balls and racking your brain trying to find out where these women are going to hit next and how can we get in front of them? How can we get ahead of them? And then to see on social media, you're going to challenge my ability to catch you. See, now you've made it personal. Now you've made it personal. I knew a guy one time who um, did something similar. He was, you know, he was he was into some things and it got to the point where the drug agents drug agents will like tell him undercover agents would tell him when he'd leave his house and stuff like that and the funny thing about it was he didn't even sell drugs at the time he just hung with people who sold drugs 
so he got to the point where he was just like shoot birds at the at the cars when he if he thought a car was an undercover officer vehicle he'd shoot birds at him and stuff like that so eventually he got picked up he and he got picked up for something very minor but they threw him up in there and then like soon as they he got out and took his probation they violated that probation threw him right back up in there violated his probation to the fullest the first violation revoked in full <laughs> and made him serve out the whole term of his probation man you do not challenge the police man and stay the hell off the social media not too long ago i don't know the guy's name but he was the leader of i guess it's called the black disciples uh in chicago was was murdered he was shot and i was watching a on vlad tv and he was saying how you know once vlad was trying to run the story do the report on it he was only to find able to find one picture of the guy period and he had to do extensive research just to find that one picture and then he said on top of that he had to break his back to get somebody to verify that that was actually him on the damn picture man if you're going to be a criminal you're going to be involved in criminal activity running criminal organizations and so on and so forth that's how you should be man you should you should try to leave the lightest footprint that you possibly can do you guys like crab legs i like crab legs i really like crab legs i was introduced to crab legs as a child and i didn't care for them as a child too much i liked them but i didn't like the fact that it took so much work to get the meat out of the crab legs but crab legs have been a long standing standing delicacy to the point where even the pharaohs and princes of egypt used to love to dine on the king crab legs you've even had you've even had uh uh football players in the news for stealing crab legs it's just that much of a delicacy but that doesn't compare into what happened in huntsville alabama at a buffet a man and a woman got into a full-fledged knockdown drag out over some crab legs oh, okay imagine being at the buffet you go to the to, to grab some crab legs and there's nothing there and then they come out with the fresh tray and somebody's uh cutting your line or they're taking you know more than their fair share of the crab legs and you know it, it's gonna tick you off a little bit man it took ticked them off to the point where they was throwing hands they say it sounded like a sword fight in there they was clanking them uh, uh what they called the thongs the thongs the thongs together trying to get to them damn crab legs man so we ended up with them both catching a whole lot of uh fines and stuff i think they got arrested not 100 percent sure but i think they got arrested for that but i feel their pain there is a certain buffet that i go to because oh excuse me i'm over here yawning and burping at the same time ah <sighs> Yeah, let me take a sip. <sighs> yeah, that's right. So it's a buffet, particular buffet that I frequent pretty often, and they have crab legs. But the crab legs, the, the style of crab legs they have are their fried crab legs. The small, the blue crabs, they fry up the blue crabs. I guess they're blue crabs. They're small, like blue. It doesn't matter. 
Either way, they crab fried these little crabs. And I've noticed that there are certain demographics of people that go up there and pile mountains upon mountains of crab legs out of that tray every time crab legs come. And they'll literally stand there and wait for those crab legs to come. No offense to anybody. But I've noticed the Hispanics community and the Asian community don't give a damn about nobody else when it comes to them damn fried crab legs. They're going to pile up as many crab legs as they want on there. So I've been on the back end of that where I'm standing there trying to get some uh, crab legs and you, you see this person in front of you and they're just making a mound of freaking crab legs on their plate. And yeah, it does piss you off. I remember me and my niece were standing there. She was standing there when I got there. And she's just patiently waiting. And, you know, it was her. Then there's this guy in front of her. So, the lady comes out with the new... She was waiting there because they had just... The lady just told her that they were getting ready to bring some more out. And so, they brought the tray out, changed the tray out. And this guy's just sitting there grabbing all the best pieces and piling literally a mountain on his plate. And so, I didn't, I was petty, but I didn't, I didn't turn into Petty Murphy. I just stood there and I stared at him, you know, give him that evil eye to the side of his face and burnt it into his soul. Look, telepathy is real, man, because you ever notice if you've been staring at somebody and they'll start looking around because they can feel, and, or you ever just been like, I feel somebody's looking at me. Somebody's probably just looking at you. So, I'm staring into this guy's soul. Until, and he just turns over real quick and looks at me. He can see me standing there. And then I look down at my niece. And I look back up at him. And at that point, he was like, he didn't say anything. But, you know, he kind of just, his facial expression changed to where it was kind of like, oh, damn. You know, it's kind of messed up. And he handed her, he handed her the thongs. And pause, do I pause that? No. He handed her the thumbs and he just walked off. I'm like, damn, man, you just going to sit here? Now, I can, number one, you should be respectful enough to make sure everybody gets a portion of the crab legs. Don't be, just be greedy like that. You're going to take all of the pieces and they just, because you, if you think about it, we're talking about these small blue crabs, whatever. There's only so many. Those trays are, all, are what, maybe two, three inches deep. You know what I mean? There's only so many crabs that can sit on, they're, they're going to put in that tray. And you're sitting here piling up the majority of them like nobody else is standing here. Now, I get it. If you're up there by yourself, nobody else is around, take as many of them as you want, man. I mean, uh, finders keepers, you know what I'm saying? But it's just common courtesy. If, you, if there are people standing in line, you're just going to empty the whole damn thing out that's crazy but that's how people are man these days that's how people think i remember having to tell my daughter when she was younger she was real shy about things because the way she was raised she was understood about you know getting in line and waiting your turn and things like that and sharing so we'd be at different events you know like you might go to a be at a carnival or something and they're like Okay, we're gonna give we're giving away these 
whatever teddy bears or bags of candies whatever everybody come line all the kids line up and she'll come and she she come and she'll actually stand and try to get in the line and wait her turn to get there and then kids would be like going around her and in front of her and she sits there look at me she's like dad dude you know they're not waiting their turn and i said look it's always good to wait your turn be polite and think of other people but sometimes you just got to get with yours and get the hell up out of there or you won't get none so now <laughs> now today she she was small she was real small then too when she was like five six she was tiny tiny little thing and like i say she was raised right to, to where she wanted to be respectful and make sure that everybody got their own their proper portion of whatever was getting out she didn't want to be rude and cut in front of anybody but now at 11 years old and she's got a little size on her she she <laughs> if there is a if if there's actually a line and people are respecting the line she'll get in the line and she'll wait her turn but the moment where it gets to be that free fall mentality where people start coming in from the sides and stuff She's just like, boom, 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 and she's going to get hers, and I respect that. I'm proud of her because sometimes you just got to go out there and get shit done. I'm going to keep this show rolling, man, but first, let me take a second and let you listen to my sponsors. Freedom of speech. That is one of the great rights that we are given in this beautiful country that we of America that we live in. You could say whatever you want about whoever you want. You know, there's places in the world where if you was to talk about the president or someone in the leadership, they cut your head smooth off. You know, you'd be thrown in prison for life for speaking out on prison reform or things like that. Shout out to Meek Mills and Robert Kraft. But in this beautiful country of America that we live in, you got the freedom to say whatever the fuck you want whenever the fuck you want but this right does not come without consequence just because you have the right to say whatever you want whenever you want doesn't mean that there may not be consequences and repercussions for expressing yourself now i digress Mary Ann Listini has issued a formal apology after she referred to Prince George's County as don't get triggered the nigger district and she explained that I'm sure everyone has used this quote unquote yeah but that don't mean you can get away with using it I think if I'm correct, I could be wrong, but I think she was at, out like at a bar or something when she used the term the nigger district. And see, the thing that people are going to have to understand, man, it's in 2019 where there's so many people out here chasing clout and chasing fame, want to be famous for no reason and are just down and willing and able to expose racism and injustice at any given moment at any given term that they have a chance you can't just walk around saying anything that you want to without 
uh, expecting that there may be consequences behind that. Now, I know people feel like, look, I'm not going to sit here in front like people don't say racist things. Um, I'm not going to act like people don't say racist things in the comfortability of their own homes. In the, uh, did I say in the comfortability of their own home? I did. You know, amongst friends and family, or you get a couple of drinks in you, and you get a little loose, and you start throwing that N-word around, or you start throwing, you know, that C-word around, or what do they call, what racist terms do they have for Mexicans or, like, Hispanic people? I don't even know what racist you call them. Hispanic person But that word too And whatever you would call Asians Yeah Whatever you would call them too I don't know (laughs) What the terms are for that That would be considered disrespectful to Hispanics and Asians But Yeah People sit around amongst their Family and friends and places where they feel comfortable And they'll throw those little racist things down And say Whatever they feel but when you're in a public environment and you're just going to spew racist rhetoric, call a whole county a nigger county, you probably could have got away with that if you were amongst your friends and family. But clearly, you weren't. You were not amongst friends and family. You had some... um um um. You had been infiltrated Or maybe you tried to infiltrate Somewhere where you really didn't fit in But you thought you fit in Maybe you was trying to fit in But either way She has issued a apology And said that she's going into some I think they said they're Having her do sensitivity training Or something like that Man but either way man Watch your mouth out here man When you're spewing racist rhetoric Even though this is America and you can say whatever you want, whenever you want. I am fully for people being able to express themselves in the manner that they want to. Uh, but I do understand that people may find it, people will find it offensive. If you really just out here and say whatever you want to, whenever you want to, people, you are going to run into people that's going to find something that you say offensive. So you do have to be willing and ready to deal with whatever consequence coming behind uh, what you say. You know what I'm saying? That's just how it goes. But y'all didn't come here for that, man. Y'all came here for some discipline. And that's what I'm going to give you. When you're in a amongst company, when you're amongst, like Jay-Z said, when he's going to show you how to move in a room full of vultures. I'm going to teach you how to move in a room full of vultures right quickly. Right quickly. I'm going to do it very quickly, right? When you're in in the midst of company where you're not quite sure that everybody in that room is an ally. Or even sometimes when you are 100% uh, sure that everyone in that room is an ally. You still, you still have to be disciplined enough to observe, but not absorb their agendas, their tendencies, 
and their rhetoric because it may not be positive or may not be conducive to your agenda. You understand what I'm saying? It's one thing to be in this room. You need to be able to watch people. You need to be able to figure out how they do things and see how they do things and see how they move. But um, that doesn't mean that you actually take that in and make that part of what you do. Unless it goes along with what you're trying to do. A lot of times I see people and when I'm in a group setting and I look at people and I see them speaking on subjects. And just from knowing that person, it's like there's no way that they that's their original standpoint. That's that that's their point of view that they came up with their self. They adapted that because they want to fit in with the people that they are with. And I I hear people say things that are just negative that go against their selves. But it goes along with the um, the ideals of the company that they keep. And what they're trying to do is make the company that they keep comfortable with them they don't want to be a threat they want to make the company that they're with feel like they're allies they want these people around them to look at them as allies as non-threatening we don't have opposing views i think like you you know they're trying to assimilate into places where they don't fit their square pegs in round holes learn how to observe without absorbing Take this information, do with it, whatever you will. But remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. Now get you some breakfast up in you. You're going to need it while you're out here getting shit done, man. Do me that big favor. I always ask y'all, have an amazing day. And don't forget to go over to Thoughts by DeVille, DI the podcast on Facebook and shoot me some stuff so that I can keep this uh what DeVille thinks section of the show that I did not do today because y'all did not send me anything today. Do your job, bitches. <laughs>